Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. But you didn't say it loud enough. Well, I wasn't going to sing it. I was just doing it for us to get into the... Oh, you mean the actual song? The yes. dint, dint, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, what is that from? That was the whole performance. Um, it's it's. I'm not gonna spoil it on the on the actual recording of the podcast and tell you where I get my fancy music. Just kidding, it's literally from iMovie. It's like a pre. Oh. It's a preset. Like I like it a lot. I think it's fun. It gets me pumped to listen. I know. I thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, all right. So hello, hello. Welcome <laughs> to Bachelor Lab. Oh, didn't see you there. <laughs> oh, microphone. Didn't see you there. I'm Jackie Maroney. I'm Erin McNaught. Woohoo! And what episode is it of The Bachelor? Week seven. Woo! Week seven. Only one part. Hopefully, you know. <laughs> let's not speak too soon here. Yeah. We may be inspired and go all night long. Who knows what'll happen? Um. But yeah. So. Peter windled it, windled it, oh, Kelly said windled, the real word is dwindled, Lauren Zima called that out. Whittled. Whittled. Is that what she said? What did I say? Windled. No, 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 windled is not a word. Whittled is a word, and dwindle is a word. Okay, we are learning so much about English vocabulary this season, love to see it. So we are now down to, by the end of this episode that we're about to recap, we'll be down to four girls. But right now, rewind, we're at six again. At six girls, what were you doing when you were watching? Again, having another fucking panic attack because for some reason, so Wheel of Fortune, or yeah, it is Wheel of Fortune. I don't know if it was Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune is always on for The Bachelor, and I was casually having it on in the background, making dinner, getting ready. Everything's good to go. And as soon as it switches from Wheel of Fortune to The Bachelor, my Roku TV is like, your authentication is not valid, and you need to re-log in. And then I re-logged in and put in my password, and they were like, that's not the right password. And I was like... Oh my god, yes it is. I was just watching Wheel of Fortune. So I missed the part where they were like, tonight on The Bachelor. I was really upset about it, but I saw the whole actual episode, so I know what, what happens tonight on The Bachelor. Wow, I'm so sorry. I watched it on Tuesday um, with yeah. Hulu. How is the Tuesday grind been going? The Tuesday grind is fine, except for that I know everything that happens because I like I just don't avoid the spoilers. Like I still yeah. want to see the funny things that people say on Twitter, and I still check my bracket to see how many points I got. And people at work still talk to me about it, so I just like then watch it again on Tuesdays. So that is the issue with Tuesdays. The good thing about Tuesdays is no commercials, so it doesn't take as long. I did. I have noticed that because my sister has to watch on Tuesdays because of work, and I was home on Tuesday as soon as she started watching, and it felt like less than an hour later she was like down to the ending and I was like how how did you get through all that so fast yeah. so in that sense it is good but watching it a day later is has its downfalls because you kind of know what's gonna happen I could see that so we're finally in Peru oh, I was just like I would love to go to Peru I really yeah to I mean all the me. destinations really have been beautiful all Spanish-speaking countries so Peter can show off his it's, it's really exhausting for me, but Espanol. Yes, that's literally how he speaks. But um, <laughs> Kelly said, "I didn't expect to be in Lima. Hopefully, I'll see alpacas before I leave." <laughs> like in that exact monotone phrase. Um, you know, obviously, this was the last we saw of Kelly, but I'm kind of bummed about that. But we can get into her whole debacle at the end. Yes, we can. But I did laugh at her alpaca thing. Um, I also said how, I was also wondering, how did the girls still have cute outfits left? 
I mean, I'm sure they plan for it, right? So, the, so normally I don't pay attention as much to what the girls are wearing. In the beginning I was, and then I kind of stopped. But I'm packing for a trip this weekend, mm-hmm. and I feel like none of my clothes are cute. <laughs> so I was watching on Tuesday after spending all this time going through my closet being like, I hate everything I own. Just mm-hmm. going... Oh my god, that's such a cute outfit. Like Kelsey was wearing like jeans and a black tank top and a leather jacket, and I was like, why don't I have anything that's that? <laughs> why don't cute? I have any of those items? Yeah, so I was just like paying very close attention and giving like a lot of credit to outfits that were completely basic, but I felt like I didn't have them. Well, it is pretty impressive, I think, what they're able to put together in what two suitcases mm-hmm. max. All, considering they have they have to have all of those gowns for rose ceremonies. Clothes for literally any type of climate. Like, what if there's a skiing thing? They have to have, like, a big winter coat, but then also, like, bathing suits, bikinis, in-between things, workout clothes. Lounging around the house. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Cute date outfits. Um, You know, everyone says they, like, they share and stuff, too, but I never really see them sharing that much. It's not like on Hannah's season where there was that salmon blazer that we saw on every single man. Um... If you know out there in the universe more about how the girls make their outfits, how they share, if you've noticed any trends this season, let us know because I'm very fascinated by well, it. Well, I think a lot of them get free clothes when they know that they're going. Like, they yeah. go to, like, the local boutiques in their towns, and they're like, hey, I'm going on The Bachelor, and they get a lot of free clothes. And some of them, I think, go into debt to just buy all these clothes. I have heard that, yes. Um, Becca M. from Ari season said that she just, like, left the tags on a lot of shit and bought a lot of stuff and then returned it tea but tea. happens to the best of us i don't know does it do you do that <laughs> no i i've done that in the sense of like i've bought in like a t-shirt for like a headshot shoot or like if i'm like recording like a three minute video and i need a specific shirt and then yeah i will return it because i wore it for maybe an hour oh wow i'm not saying it's wrong it just is that I'm, drama or you know i mean I'm you're probably lazy. no that's kind of rude to do that i think i'm too but, lazy to return clothes i'll buy something and i literally it won't fit me or i won't like it and i will donate it instead of bringing it back to the oh store. really no i'm pretty good about returning stuff in that sense cool. but yeah i've like for for headshots things when it's like i'm never gonna wear this ever again i'm not you like you need like random bright colored shirts for things like that and i don't wear stuff like that day to day so yeah i'll buy it for the the shoot and return it well, there you go. The There's the tea, I probably everyone. shouldn't have admitted that. Spilt. The tea is spilt, and that's the biggest tea of this season of The Bachelor. <laughs> um, so we're in Peru. Peter <laughs> comes to the hotel. He gives a speech. Oh, I was going to even go even before that when he's FaceTiming his mom oh. and and sp- speaking Spanish as if that's something they do all the time. But I, can, I would bet my last dollar that his household is not a Spanish-speaking household. Like, they speak English in Peter's house. You think so? Yes! I don't know. Once he was talking it with his mom, I was like, okay, it's, I feel like it's just legit. an act. I don't know. Maybe Possible. maybe I'm just being too judgmental. I don't know. I just I find the whole thing very forced and annoying. Yes. Um, because I, Peter doesn't strike me as someone who speaks a lot of Spanish in everyday life. Also, I thought they weren't allowed to call anyone. So why does he? Why can he Facetime his mom? I know that seems like they've had people on the show who have children, and they make it seem like they're not allowed to talk to their children. But Peter can Facetime his mom. I don't know. They love Peter's mom. They this. do love her, yes. <laughs> and I do not. But I will also get into that. Um, but so Peter keeps saying that his biggest fear is that someone's not going to pick him back, or I don't know the exact wording of it, but. If we know anything from this franchise is whatever they say their biggest fear is is usually what ends up happening in the end. A lot of foreshadowing. So take that as you will. Take that. Put that little piece of information in the back, in the of, back of your mind as we get down to these 
last few ladies. Okay, so then Peter comes by the hotel room, and basically he just asks them, can you see a future with me? <laughs> like, like you have to be, it's serious now, blah, blah. Which is just so funny because it went from, like, a week ago being literally a clown festival to now all of a sudden being so, so serious. Can you see a future with me? Can you? Like, he's like, now he's no, like, I oh, know. crap, I have to pick somebody at the end of this. And then obviously, here it comes, one million times. Clarity. Mm-hmm. I cannot stand that word. Colton season ruined it for me. And they started <laughs> saying it again. And I was like, pick a different word. Yeah, because I don't even know what that... They just, I, we need clarity. But when, you, when they're saying he needs clarity, you mean he needs to pick someone. Like, that's what they're saying. Like, he needs to make a decision and pick someone and this needs to be over. Right, well, Peter's horrible at making decisions. And oh, God, the boy people. has never been clear a day in his life. So, but I did also notice in that whole exchange Victoria F like is not making eye contact with him like he's literally sitting there with them being like all right like you guys better be taking this seriously okay like if I pick you like please pick me back and Victoria F is like she looks like someone who's who's trying in the other she looks like someone who's trying not to get picked for like a volleyball team or something yes 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 yes, yes, yes. like please don't call me to come on the stage please don't call me yes like when the teacher is like um so who wants to do what I don't know whatever and she literally just like can't make eye contact yes that And it's really frustrating me because now, at least in my opinion, it is very clear to me that Victoria F. is not interested in Peter. Dry January is definitely over. We are deep into February. Valentine's Day is coming up. And if you do not have a date like I do not, (laughs) you should get into some wine. That's what I'll be doing this Valentine's Day. Holla. And with our code Bachelor Blabs, you go www.wink.com backslash bachelor blab and you can get 40% off your first order of four bottles of wine which is a great deal so yeah do you have anything to add about wink erin um well I've, I've used wink i like wink wine a lot the bottles are cute the wine is good and as you said it makes for a great date and the box that they come in is so cute like treat yourself this valentine's day Yes, and obviously, you know, Wink is a subscription service, but there is no pressure to continue the service if it's something that you don't want to commit to another bill every month or whatever it is. You can cancel at any time. You can also skip a week at any time. No pressure, but why not? If you're going to go buy four bottles of wine this week like I am, why not get 40% off those four bottles of wine? It's a no-brainer. So, yes, www.wink.com backslash bachelor blab. I don't even see any sort of like positive fun times with them even as like a cute little friendship or romantic relationship that might not be that serious but to take it to the point of like oh you're gonna get married to this guy I don't even think you like this guy it's getting to the point though now where I'm like this is kind of mean like right I don't eliminate if, if yeah you're I don't not know if she would even like swipe on tinder for him oh no definitely not Do you know what I mean like he would she's treating him like she would not respond to his tinder message Yes. So, I, I don't really know why why she's sticking and, around for the meal lane. She, she keeps sticking around because, you know, that's what you do. And, and on one hand, I don't think there's anything wrong with going on The Bachelor knowing you're going to get a lot of Instagram followers and yeah. get all these opportunities. But at some point, and I think the right point is when it starts getting to this final four, if you're really not interested in this person... I think there's a really classy way to self-eliminate and then and then move on with your life. Get your followers, go on Bachelor in Paradise. But Victoria F. 
is not willing to do that, yet seems so not interested in him that I'm worried it's gonna get to, part of me is worried she's gonna be the one who doesn't show up at the end there, and she's gonna make it all the way there because she wasn't classy enough to just be like, look, you know, I'm not really interested. I'm not really interested. I'm sorry. I don't really see it. I don't know if I can get there. Use all the fucking Bachelor cliches in the world. Lauren, my sister, thinks that he picks Victoria F and she doesn't show up. Mm. Yeah, well, her track record would show that that would make sense. <laughs> I know, but it's just like, so what we're getting to the point where the, I think she, if what, she's not interested, self-eliminate. Do not take him home to right. make her family. Well, so now what I'm picturing is the season of The Bachelor where um, it gets to this episode where there's six girls and literally <laughs> all of them go on a date and say, you know, I'm just not feeling it and everyone goes home and then he's alone. But it saves some time. But you know what? Yeah, wouldn't he rather that... Yeah, then be prepared to marry one of them. Yeah. Like literally fall in love with these girls, get and be prepared to marry them, and they, I don't know, leave you at the altar, say no. I don't know. I just, uh, it's getting down to the wire there, and I don't think any of them like him besides Maddie. Maddie. Well, we'll see. Yeah, I'd like, so that brings us to Maddie's one-on-one. Maddie. I was very turned off by Peter calling her Maddie. Yeah, maybe Not because I have any problem with the name Maddie. It's because this entire season we have been calling her Madison. Her lower third name is Madison. The times I've heard Peter speak about her, he's said Madison. And then today, she's Maddie. And I'm like, who's Maddie? Who's Maddie? Literally. What is the lower third name? Like the name at the bottom of the screen? Yeah. Is that the official name of it? I work in television. So. Wow. I, I just was like, oh, that's a cool thing I didn't know. Um, I just would say the words on the bottom of the screen. Yeah. I mean, it means the same thing. It's not really that, like, well, I yeah. feel fancy now. You're so um, fancy. Again, I said, love that she's wearing sneakers. What a cute outfit. I was really getting desperate there. Um, then the boat, to me, didn't feel that dramatic. Like, fish smell. Yeah. Really bad. And they were acting like they were, like, on this romantic yacht date. And it was not a romantic yacht. It was right. like a rockety, rickety fishboat. Sounds fun. Like, totally a great adventure in Peru. Yeah. But the music just didn't quite match the feel of the date. I agree with that. So, I honestly didn't even take that many notes about no. the boat in general. Like, thought it was fine. Thought Maddie was saying like a little bit too much. But then I was like, who am I like to talk? Because... That's I edit this podcast every single week, and I edit out a lot of likes. Yeah. And a lot of them still slip through the cracks there. But otherwise, should we talk about the dinner portion then? Because I think there is a lot to talk about there. Yeah. Um, so Madison finally brings up the fact that she is incredibly religious, which I don't know how we didn't know this until literally right now. Like, why are they hiding? This is clearly a huge part of who Madison is. Like, why wasn't this in her intro package? Why... Why aren't we getting to know these girls really at all? I just was annoyed that, like, now it's brought up as if it's this new thing. And it's like, all right, no, Madison has always been religious. Obviously, it's very important to her. And she, like, you know, says to Peter that what I'm looking for in a partner is someone who's, like, equally as religious. And, like, you know, my dad led our household because he had a great relationship with the Lord. She calls him the Lord, so she takes it really seriously. And, like, basically asks Peter if he can be that. And he basically is just like... Crickets. Cricket. Like, he, 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 what he said, I feel like, sounded better than what I think he is, which is someone who maybe goes to church, like, on Christmas and Easter and, like, calls it a day. I don't know. We've seen now two seasons of Peter, and never once has he said anything about religion or said that it was a part of his life in any way. So he says, you know, I'm not really, like, that great at that, but willing to 
give it a try, like love that for you, I'll try to be better. And then drops the I'm falling in love with you as kind of like a hard pivot. I felt, I don't know, I felt a lot of things. I felt that it was too soon to say that. I was a little surprised. And also that he was really deflecting from a very serious conversation that is clearly very important to Madison. And I don't think that they are compatible religion-wise. And if that's important to Madison, then they can't be together. All right, sorry. You talk now. <laughs> no, I mean, that that was like, that's what I have. The girl loves Jesus. She says faith is her whole life and all of who she is, which is fine. I'm not judging her. Like, sure. each their own. You go, girl. But as she's talking about how much she loves Jesus, Peter's face looks like he smelled something bad. <laughs> like, he is, looks like, oh, crap, is the yeah. look on his face. And then he does exactly try to, like, pivot and be like, well, you know, I, I could be stronger. I struggle with that. But I really like that you like it. And it was just, like, my heart kind of broke for him in that moment because... He clearly really likes her. If not, the, if he doesn't know that she's the one he likes the most, I feel like she's been one of the least problematic. Yeah. And now here he is, like, apparently falling in love with her and thinking to himself, like, wow, yeah, I'm not really good enough for this girl. But, and I think, I even think what he was saying was genuine, yeah. but naive. That, like, you know, if that's something that's important to you, I can try to be better with it. But I think at the end of the day... When someone's that religious, like, it's not just... It's a lifestyle thing at the end of the day, and there's a lot of conversations you need to have about, like, how are we going to raise our kids? She said she wants her husband to be the religious leader of the family. Yeah, it's like, did you see Peter Weber being the religious leader of the family? He was here four times in a windmill. Right, like, you've mistaken him for Luke P. That You've got the wrong man. I know. Oh. Well, that was Luke, maybe they should... I'm not I, I made that, that. I made that joke to someone, and they were like, Re- like, really, like, no. And I was like, okay, obviously I wouldn't, like, want wish that upon Maddie. Yeah. But that kind of seems to be, like, what she... The same level of, of intensity. Intensity in religion, yeah. Yeah, if, if Peter thinks that this is something they can work around, I think he's fooling himself. Um, and it's just unfortunate that if she is the one he picks in the end, I think... It's gonna maybe take a while for them to really realize, cause I, cause I don't think these things really come into play until you're doing these really big life things, like legitimately getting married. And it's like, okay, oh, I guess we're getting married, like in a church with like people saying religious things, and like, and then you're having kids, and it's just, it doesn't work if you aren't aligned on that. For me, I thought it was interesting, just seeing now two seasons in a row. I mean, Luke P. Mm-hmm. Not the best for multiple reasons, but. He talked a lot about wanting to be the religious leader in his family. And then Maddie yeah. comes on and... I called her Maddie. Oh, my God. Ah, I've done it. like a disease. Maddie comes on and she talks about wanting her husband to mm-hmm. be the religious leader in the family. And I'm sitting there going, is this a thing that, like, people out there in the America, like, really, like, is this a thing? Is this a thing? Because I, I have... I'm not close with that many people that are that religious, so I don't have experience with people yeah. who believe that. But this whole idea of like what, like what I want to know more about that. Like, what does that look like? Like, is that like a is it a patriarchy thing where like the man makes all of the rules and it's like kind of icky in that way, or is it just like oh he leads us in prayer? Like, what does that mean? I don't have an answer for you. I well, have no idea. Um, slide on into my DMs. Yeah, please know. slide into our DMs. Because I, I don't know if it's a thing. I, I mean, I'm withholding like judgment. I'm trying not to be judgmental right, about it. It's right, just right. a different no, it's experience just for my own. So I'm just trying to understand more about that. Because now we've seen it two, like, in a row. Yeah. So clearly, it's that's a, a common that thing. Common, right? So 
Like, what is that? What does that mean? What does that look like? I do have to wonder, though, and I think it was a different situation for Luke P. In that I think he said that, you know, a friend nominated him. He didn't know much about the show going into it, which, you know, I don't know if I believe that, but I believe it more with the guys than the girls for some reason, just because I think the, I think with the girls, there's no way you don't, like, know about The Bachelor and know the kind of show it is and the opportunities that would be available to you. But then also, like just know how it is in the zeitgeist and that like there are there is some I don't even know what I'm saying here but I am skeptical with if Maddie fucking Maddie (laughs) is as religious as she claims to be why did she think that going on The Bachelor and dating Peter Weber was going to be this like religious experience like if you okay if you're really that religious and these are things that are important to you you really thought you were gonna find it on The Bachelor yeah like so that's why I'm just a little skeptical about the whole... Do you think she thought Luke P would be The Bachelor? Maybe. Maybe they're, <laughs> maybe they're at the perfect paradise match. I, I don't know. But I just, I want, like, okay, Madison, that's, all of those things for your life are fine if that's how you want to live your life. But you're going to go on to a television show where a man dates 30 women. You know he brings three into what they call a fantasy suite. Like, I just... What was her expectation? Maybe she didn't expect to get along with him so well. Maybe she thought what it seems like she ends up doing, which is that she, if the connection was strong enough, she can say, if you sleep with anybody, like, that's going to be a big issue for me. And he would just be like, okay. Yeah, I guess there is always the possibility. We can talk ourselves into believing anything. Wow. That was so deep. I mean, we can. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I struggle. I don't know. But I do see that your point that like she could go into it not expecting anything and just being open to like a cool experience like they all can be right travel Instagram whatever and then be genuinely surprised oh I actually like this guy but these I are feel my, like that these are my values and this is what I'm sticking to I feel like the mo- most of the time that's what ends up happening I feel like that's what happened with Cassie like I don't think she expected to actually like Colton yeah and I still don't know if she actually does the jury is still out on that I one. know I know. Um, I actually read something that she was trying to get out of her relationship with Colton, but her managers couldn't figure out the right way to spin it for her to not look like an asshole. Take that with a grain of salt. I don't remember where I read that, but... Reddit? Somewhere on Reddit. In the deep... But, like, not everything on Reddit is true. Some of the stuff they tried to verify, but some of it is nonsense. So the problem is when you just read and read and read... And And take everything as hard, cold, fact... And then tell people about it, like, well, I read somewhere. Because that's, I don't say I read it on Reddit, except for on the podcast. I say, oh, well, I read somewhere, and I make it sound like it was in a newspaper article, and then I have all these people believing all of these crazy things. Right. But I believe it, because again, you can convince yourself of anything, because it makes it more entertaining. Wow. So I like that story. Okay, then we'll keep it going. Cool. Spread the word, guys. Um, so Natasha finally got her date. Is there anything else? Who cares? <laughs> Aw. See, do we want to even get into... I feel... I feel like that was everyone's reaction was, who cares? And also, obviously, she's going home. Like, everyone knew she wasn't going to be in Peter's Final Four. And I just keep feeling, like, weird about it. I'm like, isn't it... Like, isn't it mean to, like, keep her there when everyone knows, the audience knows, Peter knows, Natasha knows, everyone knows that, like, she's not a contender here? Well, but does she? So that that was the thing that I thought was weird. I mean, I felt like the whole date was just Peter entertaining her until they got enough footage so that he could send her home. Yes. Um, and that was 
the vibe that the date gives off. I mean, if Peter Weber is not grabbing your butt and kissing you, he does not like you. He will do that with a girl he just, like, kind of maybe one day could like. Like, he is so, like, touch, right? Like, that's yeah. his thing. So we didn't get any of that at all um, with Natasha. But then when they sit down at dinner, Peter asks her how she feels and if she really sees potential. And I feel like he was almost trying to lead her to self-eliminate and do and yeah. break up, which, I mean, that's what we man but she turns around and is like yeah I do see potential and I see something really special and blah 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 and in that moment I was kind of surprised by her and I I mean I guess like in the moment you just like you like want to you like you want to get the rose you want to stay I guess but I was kind of like really you see potential like I would think that she would have been like you know we have this day you barely kissed me feels like we're friends let's just be friends yeah she seems like a reasonable person so that I was kind of expecting that from her but as a viewer it's also a huge contrast to Madison's date yeah so we're looking at Natasha's date right after Madison's fish date and it's just yeah and I guess maybe to be fair she doesn't know the strength of all the different relationships she isn't seeing how they're going but even the girls when, when they went to get her suitcase all the girls like pretending to be shocked that she was going home it just felt like mean yeah like if you're going to I don't know. I don't even know if I want to get into it or not. Because I feel like, you know, there are theories online that Natasha was there as a plant to kind of just, like, behind the scenes stir the pot and things. But I've also heard things from people, and this is going to get into controversial waters. There have been people saying that, oh, Natasha's only there as, like, to fill a quota, right? Like, they need to bring a person of color to a certain round at some point because it's a show on a television network and they have to kind of make appearances that way. And so I don't, I don't know what's true, what's not true. Um, I'm just going off of what people have said and what people are suspecting. But it's like, if you're going to do that to someone, it just like, it just seems mean at, at this point. So to bring some girl, to lead her along where she thinks, oh yeah, no, I could actually see potential here. And everyone knows, like the viewer knows, all the other girls know, Peter knows that like there's no chance this girl's definitely coming home. So I just like felt uncomfortable watching it. I was like, yeah. this is like weird for me. Like, why are you doing this to this girl? And I'm that, and I think that's valid. And I think that's a criticism that I have and we have again and again with yeah. this show. The show is great, but they are not representative of our society um they are not like they do not represent communities of color and they have handled representation terribly right like having Demi and the and her bisexual relationship on Bachelor in Paradise that was huge and that was a big deal but I think they treat it like "Mm, we checked this box we've done that before right not casting Mike as a lead was a huge mistake obviously which we've said a bunch of times but not even that like when you look at the contestants that ended up getting casted on the show, right? It's like a handful of girls of color and then all blonde and brunette skinny white girls. I was actually thinking of this this week. I was thinking about it and I was like, there have been contestants that are like, don't have great faces, right? Who are ugly, but they have never not had a skinny contestant. I can't think of one contestant who isn't like thin. Yeah, I mean, that's just... That's the Bachelor, how it goes. Right, but that, but that's wrong because that's not reflective of society. Like I was yeah. thinking of myself, and I was like, could I have ever have been on the show? And I was like, no, I'm way too fat to be on the show. And I'm not fat by any means. I'm an average size woman, <laughs> but I could, like, I would never be casted because I would like look too heavy on television for them. And I just think that that is kind of 
messed up. It is, but it's like I I feel more about the race representation being an issue. I'm not trying than, to say that if they're the same at all. No, 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 no. But no. I'm just trying. I'm just giving another example of a way that the show does not reflect larger society for sure at all. And I guess the question is, is it supposed to? Or is it supposed to be this fantasy where it's like you get picked as the lead and you have these choices of... Perfect Of like women. these perfect people that... Like Peter could never get any of these girls no. outside in the real world. So I don't know. I get what you're saying. And it's... I think it's problematic because I find myself comparing myself to all of them all the time. Yeah. And it's terrible for my self-esteem. Oh, yeah. It's so bad. Yeah, it's not great. Wow, why, why do we do this? I don't know. <laughs> well, I, because show. I just watch the show half the time, and I just sit there and think, I wonder what they eat while they're in the house. None of them look bloated ever. Yeah. I just wonder what diet they're keeping while they're in there. Like, are they just not eating any carbs? They don't eat on the dates. We know that. But, like, what are they eating in the house? Are they working out? What workout routine I know. It's weird doing? to me because they're always drinking, too. I'm like, how? How? <laughs> Literally how, guys? Spill your secrets, people. Did you know Victoria F. posted her workout routine on I literally Instagram. don't care. Okay. I actually do care a little bit about that, but it, I'm trying to really It was, hard. like, very fine. I, like, she lifts some weights? So, yeah, does some leg things, does some cardio. It was a very normal workout. Like, I don't know. So, um, she mostly just is genetic. and I don't know. I don't know what these girls do. Well, anyways, I didn't mean to get off on that <laughs> I whole know. tangent. I but you know what? It was weird, important content. That, took us in a weird direction. <laughs> so, Natasha's date. But I, she goes I home. agree with you about that being problematic. It just made me feel uncomfortable because I was, I just felt like everyone was yeah. in on something and she wasn't. Or maybe she is because she's a producer plant and is just saying those things. I don't know. Right. But I felt uncomfortable. I don't yeah. know. She was so, likable. I liked her a lot, but the highlight of her episode was definitely Barstool Trent taking the bag. That was so exciting. Yeah. Um, if you are followed Chicks in the Office at all, um, they do recaps with Trent and he was the one. Who took the bag? Yeah, and I did, did see that. Online. Did you see this? Did you hear the story that he told about it? No. So it sounds like I don't know. How, I don't know how he. I don't know how he got this gig, but somehow, like somebody calls him and was like, "If you want to do it, you got to be in where were they? Peru." Yeah. And he had never left the country, so he had oh. to get a passport and fly to Peru. For he was there for like twenty eight hours just to film the scene where he took the bag. Oh my god! Which I just loved so much because it was just kind of like that's awesome. Like that's like wait like. That's a great moment. Wait, so who is he? Like, I know that he is... Um, he's like a commentator on Barstool Sports. And why... But, like, why did they want him to take the bag? I think he's been saying, like, on the recaps oh. that, like, that's his dream job, is to be, like, a bag, like, taker away, or, like, that's, like... He is fascinated by them. He, like, wants to that's do that. That's so funny. That's, like, his little dream. <laughs> yeah. Which is fine. Oh. Um, if they're, if the producers are listening and fulfilling podcaster dreams, I would like to help edit the promo to sit with the person <laughs> who picks the music. Oh, that's such a good one. Because, you know, I like that. That person, they've been doing a good job. Yeah, they have been. I would just like to... Be on the show. Be on the show, but, like, have it rigged so that I win. Or, <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I don't think if I want to win. Requests. I feel like the real win is, is Final Four and then self-eliminate. But, yeah. So, a bunch of you guys know I've been very open about this. I've been seeing a therapist for most of my life on and off. And so I just moved from LA to New York. I've been looking for a new therapist through my own health insurance. And I thought I found one. And I was supposed to have my first appointment literally tomorrow. And what do you know? She canceled and rescheduled on me. And you know, I got I was pretty frustrated because it is so hard to go through health insurance 
to find a therapist, especially when you really need one. And so I was just brought back to the fact that I should take my own freaking advice and just go to better help. If there's something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, people like you and I are turning to BetterHelp. Better H-E-L-P. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist and you can start communicating with them right away. And the best part is they are always available and much less expensive than traditional therapy. And that's what I usually hear from most people in my life that probably should see a therapist or they want to see one but they're worried about it being too expensive and they're worried about not having the time to set aside usually it's about an hour a week to meet with someone and so that's why BetterHelp is great because it's totally on your schedule and it's way more affordable than a normal therapist visit betterhelp.com backslash believe b-l-e-a-v and that's better help h-e-l-p and join the over 700,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. There's a special offer for Bachelor Blab listeners to get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com backslash believe. I don't know. All right. Natasha has her date, blah, blah, blah. Kelsey has her date. I don't know. Why are we so unenthusiastic about all of this? I'm just like... Well, the other thing that was interesting, and we can talk about this now, I think, um, because... Mm-hmm. It, yeah, we should talk about it now. Um, what I was hearing from a lot of people at work was people was um, commentating on Hannah Ann and Kelsey like now being friends. I know, and I love that. And like sitting in bed, and like Hannah Ann was getting the tea from everyone, which I thought was pretty funny as well. Um, but her and Kelsey seemed to have really fixed their relationship, which a lot of people were like saying was BS. But I was like, no, I actually feel like this what we're seeing now is closer to the truth than the nonsense in the beginning. Oh, for sure, especially because. When you think back to that, yeah, they, they were they were mad and said some things, but, like, there was alcohol involved. Like, how many times, like, isn't it normal to, like, scream at your best friend when you're drunk and then be like, oh, sorry, that was, like, a little ridiculous. I mean, I and thought then, that it was normal. Oh, do you mean for your friend to have to play the video of you screaming at your other friend for you to say, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, I really was acting like a jerk. You yeah. mean that's not what regular people do? apparently not or I I don't know what's wrong with you people but it just seemed like that whole champagne thing yeah obviously was so producer manipulated clearly I think Hannah Ann realized that they were both they had been drinking they yelled they said some things you can totally grow from that right I I thought it was nice to actually see some moments of real female friendship and I think we've seen that from Kelsey a few times now no Kelsey rocks I I actually think that she could be the bachelorette. I really feel this way. Every person that I've talked to said that they absolutely hate that idea. <laughs> why? 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 I don't know. I, I stand for it. I like Kelsey a lot. I think that she is genuine. I think she has a really great kind of like tragic but just like very interesting story. Yeah. She she just, I like her. I find her endearing. And I think, I, think she, I find her sometimes refreshing amongst mm-hmm. all of these girls because she seems like genuinely nice and she seems like she genuinely cares about her friends and I think actually genuinely cares about Peter and I can't say the same for literally anyone else there. No. Yeah, I like Kelsey a lot, I think. And I think she could great. be a great bachelor. I don't know. We she, stand. She's We're the right amount it. of emotional and crazy that they need in a bachelorette. Like I was saying, Kel, uh, Kelly can't be the bachelorette she's too logical she's too grounded she's too not willing to go along with the foo-foo of the production of right. all of it I don't know I think if they edit Kelsey the right way 
good next I think time she could have a moment. So yeah, I'm into it. But anyway, so they do their quad date. Which, um, oh, pause, because you know I've been looking at outfits, and I was like, oh, oh my gosh, Kelsey, can I borrow that jacket? And then I got so stressed because she's about to get so dirty on these ATV yeah, things. I know. That made me upset. That's not my ideal date at all. Also, when they got off, and Peter was like, let's run up this mountain, and she had to be like, I, I would self-eliminate immediately. <laughs> I said, well, I guess he's checking her cardiovascular health. Like, I guess this is <laughs> If they're going to have of- babies, he needs to know <laughs> the health problems that are genetic. Yeah, that would be the point when you say, no, I'm going to go home now. Literally, that's what I wrote. I said, I would self-eliminate. But I do think it's interesting to note that him and Kelsey are the only couple that I feel have had any conversation about, like, legitimately, what would this look like? And I feel like they have a similar vision right like Kelsey says you know she wants to work but she also would like to stay home and like raise kids and I kind of feel like that's what Peter wants Mm -hmm. um like I felt like their values kind of do align a little bit um I'm wondering if um part of the issue for Peter is that her parents are divorced like he puts so much emphasis on having married parents and he even talks about like he even says like you haven't had that model with your parents. Right. Like he right. says that to her. So I I'm wondering like if that I mean obviously she hasn't been sent home or anything, but I just don't. But I feel it in my soul that she's not going to be like I don't think Kelsey's a top two, like no. at the end of the day. And so I don't know when But I feel like she should be. Right. And I don't and I'm curious whenever this happens, why Peter will decide it's like not her. Right. The other problem that I had sense. with the date was that the grass looked very itchy to be rolling around in. Mm, yeah, I hate to see it. That was annoying. Um, so Kelsey talks a little bit more about her family drama. Um, her her dad like wasn't mm-hmm. there because God told him to not be. like. So he sounds like just the worst. Yeah. Um, and Kelsey clearly keeps trying to have a relationship with him, even though he only reached out to her after she won Miss Iowa. It was just like red flag city. Yeah. But watching her, your heart just kind of breaks because this is obviously a girl who is really struggling with this and like knows that these are red flags and like has been burned before but really wants a relationship with him. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this stinks. And I was very sad that I... I was very, I felt like almost vulnerable for her for sharing it on national television, right? Like airing all our family's laundry, like when her mom doesn't know everything and in front of the Bachelor producers because they cannot be trusted and they will manipulate your story. It reminded me of Dean's family story where we went to Dean's hometown so that we could see his like kooky dad and that was like real, real, actual, really hard stuff that Dean was dealing with with his dad and with his family and they just exploited him so much for that and I am afraid that they're going to try to do that with Kelsey. I literally wrote down in bold, my most important points are always in bold, that if they exploit this girl's situation, I will be pissed. And it did feel like they were setting it up that way for hometowns, that like they were going to find her fucking dad to like show up in front of her mom and have to have this whole conversation about like, mm-hmm. oh no, like I have been talking to him. Like, I just... Yeah, sometimes it really hits you in your core that this is not a nice show and the producers are not nice people. No. Um, so that so that was a little heartbreaking. And then Peter, you know, tells her that it's a beautiful story, which man doesn't know how to respond to anyone who's been through anything hard. Um, and then he says that he's talking about their relationship. And he says it's not the standard relationship. And I was like... What does that mean? I don't know. And I think Peter's, I mean, we, and we'll get into it more because what um, 
what Kelly says and his response, I think, is a whole bunch oh, of I, yeah. fucked up. Yeah. I don't think Peter understands what a healthy relationship looks like. No. And he, I mean, we'll get right into it. Kelly, I'll say the short and sweet and then we'll backtrack a little bit. Kelly basically said, like, look, like, it can be fun and easy. And Peter's face is just, like, does not compute. Like, he doesn't understand that. So that's pretty problematic. And I just think we're going to see later on with his picks as things start, um, as the group starts getting smaller and smaller that, he thinks these, like, unhealthy, dramatic, like, manipulative relationships are signs of real love. And it's, like, really concerning. That was my exact takeaway from this episode. I felt like that was the moment in the season where I was like, yeah, Peter's really not ready for this. No. Because he clearly does view love as this dramatic, crying thing. Which, I mean, I can only speak for myself, but there was definitely a point in my life where I was dating someone and it was completely unproblematic and I literally was like, you were there. I was like, this doesn't feel right. Like, this is not (laughs) dramatic enough. He doesn't fight with me. He doesn't argue with me. He doesn't tell me I'm wrong. And that was a reason that I broke up with someone when I was 17 years old. Right, right, right. Right? So it's a very immature view of what love is, that, like, dramatic, what you see on TV kind of thing. Um... And I think that that's the view that Peter has. Because, like you said, Kelly said, dude, relationships can actually be easy and fun. And I will tell you that if you're in a good relationship, they really can be easy and fun. Yeah. Most of the time. Right. And that's not to say that you don't argue sometimes. But this con... Like, I have not seen a good moment between him and Victoria F. No. Ever. No. <laughs> like, no. Uh, So Never. let's just get into it. The three-on-one. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of people were online were, like... Even though I think the general consensus was that Kelly was edited a lot to be saying the things that she was appeared to be saying, even the people who were like, oh, yeah, but still, it was like, st- she still said those words at some point. She was being, like, kind of mean. And I at no point thought, like, at no, did she lie? Like, she, she, yeah, she was a little blunt, but I think everything Kelly said was spot on and true and gorgeous. That is exactly how I felt people um, were saying to me today. That they were like, oh, I don't really know how I feel about Kelly after that. And I said, what is one thing she said that you disagree with? Right. Literally, that's what I don't understand. And in the same token, she didn't turn around and say it to Hannah Ann and Victoria F. And, like, be so nasty to them like the other girls have been, right? Where they're just, like, piling on someone. She's just, like, saying it in her in the moments. And I do think that a lot of the things that she was saying were probably taken out of context. But even if she literally sat there and said, and said those these exact girls words, are babies yeah. and they're not ready for a marriage, she's not wrong. <laughs> she's not wrong at all. I know everyone was like, well, she's just like so arrogant and like full of herself. And it's like, sorry, sorry she's she has confidence. And like, a real job. Like, I don't know. I know. I, I did not Not that I'm here that. to like shame people who like have jobs that are a little bit different, but like... But I think in, most these of these girls came on the show specifically, yeah, to make money off of Instagram. I'm sorry, I'm calling them out. If you have some other big career plan, Victoria F or Hannah Ann, you please let me know. <laughs> please let me know what your like ten year journey. Peter is. literally asked Hannah Ann what her what her five year plan was, and I think she just said modeling. She so. said modeling and a minnow metaphor. Oh right, right, right. Which is fine. Like there's truly nothing wrong no, with that. But I get. But Kelly is just pointing it out. She's just saying. You're 23 years old and you're a model. Right. Like, you're and, not ready for marriage. And Peter, you need to make a choice of, do you, like, do you actually want to have this life where you have a serious fiancé and you actually get married and you actually have children? Or do you want to move... Well, you lived in L.A. 
Do you want to, but metaphorically, move move like 20 miles south in LA proper. Do you want to metaphorically move to LA and like make the Instagrammer thing work for you for a while? Like most of, or a good chunk of the alumni have, right? And that's, there's nothing wrong with that, but don't insult our intelligence, Derek, and act like you want babies right now because you don't. Right. And I think that was. You live with your mom, you don't, you're not ready for babies. (laughs) That's very, very true. Oh my God. Um. So, yeah, and I think Kelly was 100% right in everything she was saying. Um, I loved when she went to take a little nap when Peter <laughs> went to go take yet. Hannah Ann. And Hannah Ann, first off, she was wearing heeled sneakers. And I have a – speaking of the outfits, I really have a, a problem with I heeled did sneakers. I did not notice that, but I don't think I would have liked that. Yeah, it's just that is a trend I just can't get behind. But um, so she wrote down a little note as to why she is falling in love with him and – None of the things were really specific or, like, I, I yeah, I said I don't know who what producer told her that was would be a cute idea because it was pretty stupid. I said I wrote a note like that in high school, and then I found this meme that says if she dots her eyes with hearts, she's too young for you, bro. Yeah, I saw that one too. Because she dotted her eyes with hearts, and oh, it was just cringe. I know, and very fake. So he then pulls Kelly and. You know, she even says... Well, before he pulls Kelly, though, the best moment um, of Victoria <laughs> F. for the season that I just have to say, the first time and the most relatable thing she's ever said, I'm annoyed to be around me. It's yeah. annoying to be around me. Which, one, I felt, yes, it's annoying to be around you. And two, I felt, <laughs> I feel like that a lot of the time. Like, I'll be like, I know that I'm being annoying. So in that moment, I was like, maybe there's like a real girl in there, but this is still too much. Yeah. So I just said a lot of negative things about her, so I feel like I had to shout out that one moment of... No, that's fair. Um, And so him and Kelly speak, and basically she explains to him that relationships don't have to be so hard. And he gets so offended by her saying that they're having fun. Meanwhile, like, she has known this man collectively for, like, six hours at this right. point. Or I guess maybe a little longer because she had a one-on-one date. But it's like... What is wrong with that? He's like, well, I hope it's not just fun, right? It needs to be real. It needs to be serious. And it's like, why can't we just be two people who like each other having fun? And it wasn't like she wasn't committing to him. Like, she was saying things like, you know, I see a future with this. And, like, I'm excited. And, like, you know, like, I think that it could work for us. And I think we have a really great connection. Like, she was saying all those things. But she's very monotone and, like, has that kind of... She wasn't selling it emotionally to him. Yeah. And I think Peter, like... Like we've said a thousand times, like if he doesn't see tears, he doesn't believe that it's real. And I, I think know. that Kelly just doesn't express herself in that way. Right. Or maybe she just saves her tears for real problems. Right. Which I, these are not. <laughs> um, well, and even when she went but home. getting along with someone too well, not really something to cry about, Peter. No, it's not. So Victoria F., they chat. And she doesn't. Can't even make eye contact. Yes, I wrote that. That's exactly what I was about to say. Um, And she's so defensive I just I didn't understand what why they were arguing or like what was happening yeah I have no idea but I think that's been our consistent issue with her this whole season is she's constantly having like a mental breakdown but I thought she was trying to get sent home honestly about like you don't act like that when it's literally the three of you guys on a date and and someone's getting sent home and she just immediately jumps on us and was like I feel like you always have a you're always in a mood and then that puts Peter in a mood. I said, I, I, my one theory was, and she says that she's self-sabotaging, right? Like, she's clearly self-sabotaging. She says she's self-sabotaging. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, is it just how much I don't like her that I'm, like, letting it color 
my view of her? Like, is this really just a girl who struggles so much with her self-esteem that she can't allow herself to... Because I'm trying to, like, put someone else in her shoes, someone I actually liked and cared about, and I feel like I would have more empathy maybe for that person. But I can't get in that person's shoes. Like, why would you act like that? I don't know. Like, is her self-esteem so messed up that she sees that he treats her well and he likes her and he's nice to her and she's just ruining it for herself because she doesn't believe she can be treated well, right? Like, that's a thing that people yeah, do. That is. is that what Victoria is doing? I don't know. Yeah. The problem I... is that in, on, in other occasions when she had an opportunity to show the kind of person she is in relation to other women, she came across as very nasty. So it's like, it, I don't, it, it's hard to... And it, it's hard, I mean, not to say that she, like, everyone has their issues and stuff, but she is such a beautiful girl and has gone on all these modeling dates and, like, shredded her stuff and won them. So I just, I fi- find it so hard to believe that she really thinks she's not deserving of any good things. So yeah, that's I mean, why I'm, like, on really the other hand, I'm, like, how do you BS. have such yeah. bad self-esteem? Like, you're so beautiful. I'm just throwing out theories because on the other hand, I'm like, this is totally nonsense and you don't actually, like, this is just what you do to get attention from guys. Because that is also totally Well, because in possible. my opinion, it seems very manipulative. Like, she's, yes. she's being very, like, oh, you're always in a mood, blah, 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 blah. But then when it's, when he's walking her to the car and she thinks she's I don't want to go, I don't want to go. I don't want to go home in her little baby voice. And then he gives her the rose and she's like, ah, okay, I'm just, like, so happy. And it's like... Those shifts happened so drastically that yeah. I was just like, ooh, you just, like, with the mood thing, it's almost like she wants him to, like, grovel for her attention. And then when that didn't work, she tries, like, the baby pouty thing. It's just, I don't know. It's, in the same way, like, Victoria P kind of scares me, Victoria F also kind of scares me. I agree. I do think that it's also completely possible that it's just manipulative behavior and that's what's worked for her I mean because you can totally see like that that probably works with her with guys all the time right yes like having this like whole like "Mm, you don't even oh I don't yeah like that's probably her shtick I was just trying to give her maybe an out. I don't know. I feel I took a hard stance on her last week, so I feel like I had to like. No, I loved the hard stance. Treat her like a human being at least. No, a she, bit. and she is, and at, we. I've said this before, but like, we obviously don't know her in real life as a person. We're just going based on like a character we've seen edited on a TV show, and this is a TV show, and we just have an opinion on the TV show. I don't think Victoria Fuller like needs to go die or something. Like some people are commenting on her Instagram, which is way too much. But I've said yeah. it. I've said it once, and I'll say it again. Whether you're negative or positive, say up these people's Instagram. That's well, how. That's true. That is how they lose their clout. Don't even if you're commenting negative things. That's still an additional comment that they get. And also, you shouldn't threaten to kill people online or in life because that's just messed up. Yeah, that's too far. <laughs> that is too. You far. can smack talk all you want, but you can't. Um. Throw so death threats. Yeah. So Kelly gets sent home. Which my issue with this whole thing was, why does Peter walk Victoria F. to the car and spare her from having to sit there awkwardly as he gives out the rose? Because she got her own, like, escort away. Like, I know. It was I don't... so, like, produced, yeah. that moment. Because it was just like, why did Victoria get to just leave and then Hannah Ann and Kelly have to sit there and you're going to give it to Hannah Ann? Like, it was just awkward. Yeah, I don't know if it was... Like, was he, like, is it possible he was more sure about Victoria F. than he was about 
Hannah Ann? Or was he trying to, like, was he mad at her and he was trying to send her a message and make it seem like he was sending her home to really, oh, yeah. like, be like, like, you do want to be here? I don't know if Peter's... I don't think he's smart enough for that. Yeah, I don't know. It just, it it was probably, I don't know what it was. I I feel like there's a lot of things here where I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. We can only analyze so much. I know. Um, Um, But I loved Kelly's whole thing in the car. Yeah, just just the fact that, like, she didn't cry. Like, was she, obviously, like, you could tell, like, disappointed and just kind of, like, bummed. But just, I loved her. She was like, yeah, like, it sucks, but, like, do I agree with it? Like, no, but... What yeah. are you going to do? She said, well, first she said, the four that are left are like little babies that don't really know who they are. Are you a child or are you an adult? Which is factual. Very valid. <laughs> and then she says, if he's not able to make decisive decisions, then I don't want him to waste my time either. And I was like, yep, that is the attitude. So I thought, I know people said that they didn't think that she looked good in this episode. I, I thought, thought she, was she great. looked great. No, I totally agree with you. Totally support. Um, and then as far as the promo goes, I feel like they are making this whole... Madison sex thing almost too obvious and that's why I'm skeptical you feel like that's not going to be the drama well because okay so based on the preview I it seems like Peter sleeps with someone Madison finds out gets upset and leaves I don't know when in what order or whatever that it that has been the story that they've been selling since that the first seems episode. like the storyline that they're selling and now I'm like well why are you like spelling it out so obviously if that's what supposed to happen hmm, that's but then fair. I don't know what the other solution is yeah I don't have a theory other than that one so right but doesn't that seem like too obvious it does I don't know I, I also said that the preview um that's the real drama that we actually want to see which is how it always happens right like they prove they tease the fence jump for the whole season until like yeah. the last episode so I feel like it's the same thing, right? The drama that you actually want to see. At the for sure. But I do think um, it'll at least start with hometowns. Like we saw Victoria F. like screaming at him and like pushing the cameras out of her face. So we're not going to get all of it, but we'll get some of it next week. Yeah. And I'll take what I can get to get this season over with and we can move on. Yeah, to I'm exhausted. The Bachelorette. <laughs> um, we'll only move on to The Bachelorette if they pick someone good. Otherwise, I'm not looking forward to it. Right. Who are they going to pick as the Bachelorette? Kelsey. <laughs> yeah, I would be into Kelsey. I've also said Amanda Stanton, I think, could be a really great choice for them because she's someone who's actually ready and someone who is, like, drop-dead gorgeous and men would totally fight over her. Yeah. And she's, like, sweet and a mom. Like, two kids. I just think it could bring us to a level of kind of that older, more serious, like, actually ready. It, um, She reminds me a little bit of Emily Maynard, like I said. Yeah. Um, and that season, although that relationship didn't work out with who she chose, but it was at least a little bit more mature. Well, and Amanda Stanton seems ready to, yeah. to like, settle down and have a real partner. Um, also, Kendall from Joe and Kendall. Oh, you just rolled your eyes at me. <laughs> but uh, well, I think... I think she's going for it. I don't know if they'll pick her, and I don't know if she can really sell in the way that, like, The Bachelorette needs to, but I don't hate it. I definitely think that she is campaigning for it, right? Yeah. She's giving all these interviews about, like, breaking... Like, her and Joe broke up at, like, the most... Like, the best timed thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, right as this season was airing. Now she's doing these interviews. So that is icky to me that I feel like she's campaigning for it. Um, yeah. And I like Kendall. I mean, I she was on our season, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't watch our season, so I didn't really see her on her season. I've only seen her in Paradise, so my view of her is kind of like not the best because Joe was so into her and then she had the whole thing with Leo and she just oh, kind yeah. of 
always came across to me as like a cool chill girl but like not somebody looking for a relationship of any kind so I think that's my issue with her as the bachelorette is I don't believe that she wants to find love I believe she'd want to be the bachelorette because right following the crowd like whatever like the attend like sure of course anybody wants to be the bachelorette for those reasons maybe not everybody but Mm -hmm. anyways but I don't think that she she wouldn't be there for the right reasons and we would end up with a trash season because of it agreed that was a long way of saying like one sentence <laughs> anyways so rose and thorn hello rose and thorn do 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 it's time for rose and thorn wow you really like you went down yeah given that jazz like i don't remember what it's called but it was like bow staccato bow, bow. no like when when you like <laughs> fall off the note it's like wow wow and it like you know what I mean? No, because I don't sing. But yeah, but like, you did choir. Mrs. G like definitely taught us this phrase. Okay, I don't well, remember. Mrs. G, if you're listening, could you just let us know? Anyways, Rose and Thorne, I once again did not plan it ahead of a time. Mine's very simple this week because we're running out of people to give them to. Although <laughs> I ha- did say in the beginning, you can give roses and thorns to anyone in Bachelor Nation. So should you want to sure. extend yourself, you could. Thank you. Um, my rose is obviously going to Kelly. We stand. I think. Everything she said was legitimate, and I stand by her. And maybe she didn't say it in the nicest way, but I'm having a hard time believing those were the actual words that came out of her mouth. Keep in mind, this woman is an, attor- is an attorney. She's highly intelligent, and she knows that that would be a very stupid thing to say on live TV. So sure. I think we need to give her a little bit more credit um, for having an understanding of how your actions have consequences. But even if those were the literal exact words she said, I still see no problem with it. Yeah, I'm not mad about that. I'm just yeah. saying for people who are like... No, I know. And aren't believing that it was highly edited, just consider that. And then my thorn goes to Victoria F. for like the hundredth time. Please stop <laughs> crying. Week. Just stop crying. Just go home. Get off my TV. Um. Okay, so my rose goes to... You said Kelly, I don't... I'll say Kelsey. I think she, mm-hmm. you know, out of the final four here, I think she comes across as really genuine and sweet and a nice girl. And that's great for her. Um, and my thorn goes to, honestly, Peter, who I think is the villain of this whole season. <laughs> More specifically, maybe Peter's bandage, but gladly that is gone because that was really throwing me for a loop. But Peter in general, I think... I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'm allowed to be mad at him for not being ready to really be the bachelor and be in a serious relationship. Because, like, you know, even if you weren't, who wouldn't take that opportunity regardless? So, like, I get it. But at the same time, it's just, it's made for a really confusing, weird season and rewarding, really shitty behavior because he's just, like, thinking with his penis. And... It's very clear to me that he is so immature and is borderline not even ready for a real long-term relationship, let alone a marriage. So that's weird. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that, right? Like watching him, you're like, would I even want my friend to to be dating, dating you, you now? I don't know. Let alone be engaged to marry you. Yeah, no. So that's a little strange. It's been... I'm exhausted. I, I don't. I don't. I don't want to talk anymore. It's the outro. Do, 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 it's do, the do. outro. That was a 
low energy attitude. I know. Ugh. Uh, whatever. Right, should we do a real ending, though? All right, follow us on Instagram at BachelorBlab. Did you just start it? What do you mean? Is it recording? Yeah, it's been recording this whole time. Oh, okay, go ahead. All right, so that is the end of our episode. Next week is Hometowns, and hopefully the start of actual good drama that we all came here for. Follow us on Instagram at BachelorBlab. Follow me on Instagram at JackieMaroney underscore. Don't follow Erin. And... We'll see you next week. That's the outro. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.